You're listening to the Visibly Fit Podcast. Hey, I'm your host, Wendy Pett. And every week, I'll give you holistic, practical solutions for everyday issues related to nutrition, healing, functional fitness, and behavior modifications. As a naturopath, fitness expert, and wellness coach for over 20 years, my goal is to empower you to reach for greater health and to rise up to your next level of living in mind, body, and spirit. You were created with greatness in mind. It's time to own it. Are you with me? Then let's dive in. Are you exposed? Are you overexposed to what? To dirty electricity, to wireless radiation, to magnetic fields, to artificial lighting, uh, the list goes on. But these are known as EMFs, electromagnetic frequencies. And we are going to be talking all about EMFs today on this episode of Visibly Fit. I am your host, Wendy Pett, and our guest today is Leah Lissane, uh, and she has spent years in the mental health counseling world frustrated by the lack of lasting healing that she saw. And she knew there had to be better answers for the hurt that her clients felt. Convinced of God's promise in 1 Thessalonians 5.23 of complete wholeness, spirit, mind, and body, she returned to her roots of inner healing prayer and found revelation after revelation of God's answers to lasting breakthrough. Through her books and through her blog at shalama.com, Leah brings together her unique skill set of counseling training, inner healing prayer ministry, and mind-body work to help you um, be as healthy, whole, and close to Jesus as possible. And I found her because she had written a blog on EMFs and she's done a little research here and she loves Jesus. And I thought, let's just bring her on and break this down. So hope you enjoy the show. Well, welcome Leah Lassane to the Visibly Fit podcast. It's so great to have you. Hey, great to be on here. Well, we, um, I have mentioned multiple times that I'm going to bring someone on that knows about EMFs. And I, I literally believe that the Holy Spirit connected me with you. And I'm so excited because um, you had a blog on EMFs and I'm like, oh, good, a Jesus girl to talk about EMFs and what's going on in the world. So first of all, before we get started, some people are going EMFs. What are you even talking about? Uh, let's, let's just talk about what EMFs are and, um, and then we'll go from there. Yeah, absolutely. So EMF um, is electromagnetic frequency. Um, or sometimes you'll hear people talk about like electromagnetic radiation. Um, and it's basically the energy fields that all the electronics that we're using these days put off. Um, so everything from cell phone towers and your phone to Wi-Fi to the microwave to if it has a power cord, it's probably putting off some degree of EMF. Um, and there's a whole bunch of debate about if those are actually something to worry about, um, kind of like for years, you've had the folks that are like terrified of their microwave. Like they push the start button, run out of the room. And then you have other people that are like, it's no big deal. Like it's fine. I'm going to stand right next to the microwave and not worry about it. Um, so it's basically that same concern just on a much larger scale. Um, and where I love to start with talking about it is actually about just making sure that we're not approaching it with fear. Yeah. Um, because any of these things where it's something that we need to be concerned about, it's so easy to immediately go to a fearful place with it. Um, so I would encourage your listeners, if the thought of even talking about this 
puts you on edge and makes you fearful and makes you pull out your tinfoil hat, this might not be the episode for you. I want people to approach this just from a place of being informed, um, being wise and doing the things that make sense for them and their family. I don't want anybody to feel afraid um, or feel like they have to move to get away from a cell phone tower or um, you know, whatever other extreme measures that might come to mind from this. Um, the worst thing you could do from all this is partner with fear. Right. Uh, we really, really, really do not want to partner with fear. We want to partner with Jesus and that he is bigger than all the EMFs. Um, but realizing too, that he has given us really awesome brains and the ability to research and know ways to protect ourselves. Um, and a lot of the ways are pretty simple. It's just little minor changes. Yeah. I'm so glad you just came right out of the gate and talked about the fear part of it, because there is a lot of fear because it's the unknown and you can't see it, you know, Mm -hmm. with your physical eyes, you can't see it. Um, and so people are just either skeptical or, or they're just like afraid period. And, uh, they're kind of stuck and and trapped and in this anxious space. And so that's what we don't want. We want to be educated, like you said. And so electromagnetic magnetic frequencies are around us all the time, but they are elevated in this day and time due to, um, 5g, 4g, 5g, Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that they're putting out there, the towers and that kind of thing. Now we can't control the world, right? Uh, we can do our best to mitigate uh, some of those EMFs in our living space and, and that kind of thing. And so that's what I want to really talk about, especially with the cell phone. And I mean, I'm, I'm the worst. I've got this thing on me all the time. Like this is, this is my computer so often, and, and I'm not alone in saying that, but oftentimes I put it on airplane mode. Um, but let, let's, let's talk a little bit about that or people that sleep with it next to their head or you know by their bed. Let's just kind of start, where can we mitigate the EMFs in our home uh, so that people feel a little more um, at ease with, with what they can't see? So mitigate is actually a really great word to bring into this. Um, And there's really two approaches to protecting yourself from EMFs. Um, First of all, thinking of it as harmful, um, as, you know, harmful levels of it. We can't protect ourselves from every EMF ever um, because even natural sources, like the earth has a magnetic field, like there's going to be some degree of it, even if you go off grid completely and are in the middle of nowhere. Um, so it's really about reducing the amount of harm that we're exposed to with it. Um, so two approaches to that are mitigating, like you said, um, or blocking. So, um, a blocking, um, device would be something that puts a physical barrier between you and that source of EMF. Um, so some examples of that would be, um, you can get pages to put around your Wi-Fi router. Mm-hmm. Um, the smart meters that, um, are on a lot of our houses now where the power comes into our house, there's, um, a Faraday cage you can get that fits over that smart meter. Um, so those are like physical blocking things you can do. There's, um, cases you can get to put your phone in, um, right. that physically block any kind of signal coming in and out. Um, there's, paint you can get for the walls. There's nets people put over their beds. There's you can go hog wild with all the different (laughs) things you can come up with, um, to block it. Um, and personally where it's easy to do that, I think blocking it is probably the best way to go about uh, preventing that damage. Um, 
but some of those ways are a little extreme and not accessible to everybody. Um, so the two that I recommend though, is being pretty accessible to most folks, um, is the, the smart meter cover, um, which is just like a little wire mesh cover. But what it does is it, it kind of closes the circuit on that mm. meter. So instead mm-hmm. of it just being kind of a free for all of how far those frequencies can emit, the, um, the cover like contains it. So it doesn't completely block everything. They can still read your meter, all that kind of stuff. Um, but it, it isolates that effect to a smaller area. Um, same with the Wi-Fi cages. Um, your Wi-Fi still works. It's just, it's limited. Um, some about with your router, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Your router. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, so those are, are two really great first steps. Um, other steps that would be considered blocking in a sense are things like turning on the airplane mode, um, on your phone or, um, making sure that when you're using your phone, um, that it's not plugged into a charger, um, that you're, you're not using it while it's charging, um, not sleeping with it next to you, you know, put it on the other side of the room. Um, I know sometimes you need it that close to you, um, at night to not have to get up for certain things. So something you could do then is look into some of like the sleeves or cases, um, that you could put it in there next to you. So it's still really accessible, um, or just turn it off. Imagine that turn off your phone. <laughs> so turning it off. Some people turn off their Wi-Fi at night. They'll mm-hmm. just turn off the router at nighttime. Yeah. Um, which I know it gets hard with all the, the internet of things like security cameras and, um, just all the other things that are using our Wi-Fi. So that's not always an option, but if it is for you, that's a, a great way too, is to just turn it off at night. Um, something else folks are doing is going hardwired. Um, so wherever possible using ethernet cables to have internet access throughout your home instead of Wi-Fi. Um, going it's back getting to old school a little mm-hmm. bit. A little yeah. Bit old it's getting, getting harder with that because so many devices don't have the ethernet ports. Um, but there's even adapters, adapters that, yeah. um, to, to connect your phone even directly right. to Ethernet. So um, it really depends just what makes sense for you. Um, and I, I try to say, just start with the easy things. Um, but then the other words, so mitigating. Um, so cases where you can't block it or you can't physically remove yourself from it, um, that's where mitigating things can be helpful. And there's a good bit of debate, um, healthy debate, uh, around if the mitigation devices actually work. And the reason for that is it's hard to measure it. Um, you can't with, with a blocking device, you can take an EMF meter and you can check it. You can see like, okay, it was this before and now it's this, um, you have a very like hard science measure of if it's been blocked or not with the mitigation devices. It's all about like reducing harm or um, harmonizing the EMF field with your, your bio field. Yeah. Um, so there's more homeostasis. Yes. More harmony. So yeah. the EMF meter is not going to change. The EMF meter is going to show there's the same amount of EMF, but the question is, is it harmful right now or not? Mm-hmm. Um, so there are studies that have looked at different things with that. There's some that look at um, like blood samples. Um, and the effect on blood is a way that they've, they've looked at mitigation devices to determine how effective they are. Um, but that's, that's one of the ones where it's like, there's really great stuff out there, but you do have to be careful because if somebody is going to scam you, that's where, 
Yeah. Um, good because point. it's so easy to promise that something is protecting you as a mitigation device and not have to actually show any proof. So with that said, and I know we're not promoting products here, but are there a, a couple brands or companies that you would highly recommend so people will feel secure in going that route? Yeah, absolutely. So um, Altera is probably my favorite. Um, they've been around for a really, really long time. Um, and I love the level of research that they've had done on their products. Um, you can go on their website and get super nerdy and see like all sorts of studies. They've submitted to third-party testing. Um, they've done all the things you would hope somebody would do science-wise. Awesome. Um, and they have, what all do they have? They have I don't think I have one in here with me, um, but they have some devices that look just like a little USB stick. Um, and you, you plug one in to basically any outlet in your house and it harmonizes the electric fields in your house. Um, and then they have one just like that. You can put in your car too. Um, and that one. So with the testing it, you know, how do you know it's really working? Um, for me with that one, I had to kind of ease myself into it. Um, I would plug it in for a couple hours and I would start to actually get a headache um, because of, I don't know if it's really detoxing, but just that, that shift that my body was like fighting right. and feeling. Right. Um, and so I'd have to unplug it for a little while. Um, and it took me a couple days of plugging, unplugging before I finally could handle having it plugged in all the time. Hmm. Um, and now, you know, it's obviously better to have it plugged in than not. It was worth going through that that little bit of a healing crisis. Interestingly, I have to stop you right there because, you know, a lot of people are getting the headaches and the kind of the brain fog from not having the, the harmonizing uh, current basically. So um, that's usually an indicator that there's an overload or overexposure of EMF and, you know, and EMF, it, it does, it, it, it attacks our cells at the cellular level. So we do need to be aware. Again, there's not fear around this, but it's about having wisdom. Um, so, but you're saying you had headaches based on the other way around. Yeah. And that's it's just a little bit of a healing crisis. It's just your body not used to the shift. Um, but yeah, you're absolutely right. And that's, that's why it's so hard sometimes to get people on board with seeing the, the risk here is because sure. it's not like it zaps you immediately. And every body is different in how they react. Everyone's response is different, but it's that cellular, that DNA level damage um, that for some people, just a little bit like they have extreme symptoms and other people, it's more cumulative before they yeah. see anything. Yeah. Um, but yes, yeah, uh, things like headaches, dizziness, um, trouble sleeping, anxiety, um, memory issues, eye strain, um, a lot of people even get, um, tinnitus, like the ringing in their ears, um, body aches. Um, there's, there's all sorts of things that kind of just seem normal. <laughs> Not that we should think that feeling badly mm -hmm. is normal. Um, but, uh, even like allergy flu, like symptoms, some, some of these things can be, uh, symptoms of chronic EMF exposure. Right. Um, so if you've looked at all of the different things to try to help something like that and yeah. nothing's really hit, nothing's really helped, um, then looking at your EMF exposure might be some, a piece of the puzzle. It might not be the end all be all answer, but you yeah. know, it's that, cause that cumulative, you know, pushing the scale towards healing, um, that you want to try to address it as many ways as possible. 
for sure. Cause it's an endocrine uh, disruptor for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I want to talk to you a little bit because, um, uh, you're, you're a Jesus gal and, and you're all about the Holy spirit. And I love that. And so I'm, I'm just kind of thinking along the line spiritually, uh, regarding this, this EM, the EMF situation. And, um, you know, we are vibrational beings, right? We're, we are energy, we're frequency, um, our cells are, are, are at a certain frequency. Each one is different. Each person is different and each cells are, are activating differently, but I'm curious, um, your take on this if by having so much noise, if you will, like dirty electricity and static, if you will, in the air, if it might be causing um, a harder time in hearing from the Lord, because uh, he's got that still small, quiet voice, right? And if, if he's speaking and there's all this other chatter, if you will, frequency wise, do you think that that's causing a, um, maybe a, I don't know, an, an interesting situation. It's an an interesting question. Um, (laughs) just came to me. So we'll see how that goes. You know, I've heard things like that before, and I've heard it suggested that, you know, we don't hear from God now because there's so much noise. Um, but there's also so many testimonies of people that do still hear from him. Oh, for sure. Um, so, you know, and again, it's some people experience really strong symptoms from EMF and some don't. Um, I think there's definitely, especially in the mental capacity, um, that, um, that distraction, that noise, you know, um, it is harder. And that's more of what I'm trying to get at. Yeah. Yeah. It's harder Mm -hmm. to strip that away. Um, it's interesting thinking of it from a frequency perspective too, though. Um, because higher frequencies displace lower frequencies. Yeah. Um, so I would assume that if we're going to think of God's voice as a frequency, um, which it's cool because sound is a frequency. Yes. Um, that that's going to be the highest possible frequency out there. Right. So when you have, um, tuning forks that are, they're created to emit a specific frequency, right? You take a higher tuning fork and a lower pitch tuning fork and you clang them together. At first you can hear both of the frequencies, both of the pitches, mm-hmm. but after a couple seconds, you begin to only hear the higher one. They're both okay. still making their pitch. Uh-huh. But that higher frequency in terms of what you're hearing, that higher frequency displaces the lower one. Okay. Come on, Leah. That's that can preach right there. All right. So <laughs> that, that would be where I would take it um, of, Love yes, it. I am sure that all that noise, all those lower frequencies, they are probably creating a whole bunch of noise that makes it harder to hear. I'm going to just trust that his voice is the highest frequency out there. Amen. And that if I just, I sit with it, it's going to drown out the other noise. Oh my goodness. Drop the mic. That's a great way to end this podcast (laughs) because yes, I mean, God's voice is the ultimate pitch. It is the, the perfect pitch and it will drown out anything that isn't, uh, at the, at the appropriate frequency, if you will. And so we can trust that we can trust him in our protection, uh, with the EMFs that we are, uh, in this world and, and, um, you know, walking around in all the time, but we can also do our best to, um, block or mitigate. And so thank you so much for just the, the simple solutions and, um, and, and really just, I guess unpacking it a little bit. So people are more aware. I think sometimes we hear it and it's just kind of flippant like, Oh yeah, EMFs, da, 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 your cell phone, but no, it really, there really is electromagnetic frequencies that are harmful. And so we have to do our best to 
to uh, keep that from around us. So what is your kind of main go-to that you use in your home? You mentioned the cages. Are there other um, tools that you use personally? Yeah. So um, the cages were kind of a first step for me. Um, Mm -hmm. And then and then the Altera products, so they have yeah. the plugs, like I said, for the house and for the car. Um, and they also make stickers um, that use the same technology as their, um, their like whole home and whole car um, devices. Um, and there's a whole bunch of EMF stickers out there. So don't just like go on Amazon and buy the first sticker that you see. You really want to make sure that it, it works. Um, but theirs have been highly researched, used for years. Um, and so I have those on basically all our electronics on my phone, on the computer. I think I even stuck one on the TV. Um, you can stick them on the microwave even like you can put them on just about anything. Um, but with all of it, it's keeping in mind, what are you exposed to the most? So like, Mm -hmm. I'm not standing next to my microwave all day while it's running. Right. I'm not as worried about that, Mm -hmm. um, as I am about my phone, which I'm carrying around all the time. Um, so stickers on devices you use often. Um, I have a little pouch, um, that's made of like Faraday material, kind of like the cages, um, that I will stick my phone in if I'm like carrying it in my purse and it's up against me for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm it's trying crazy. to think if there's anything else we use. I love Shungite jewelry. Um, but unfortunately right now it's hard to get, <laughs> um, it comes from Russia. And so with all the different trade things that are going on with mm-hmm. Russia right now, mm-hmm. um, it's been really hard to find genuine Shungite, but if you can, um, the jewelry is just a really really nice, just extra thing. Um, you know, if you're gonna wear something pretty anyway, why not have it be something that's protective? And uh, those of you listening, uh, you can go to uh, shalema.com and that's S H E L E M A H.com. And I'll put that in the show notes. And uh, Leah has a, a great blog on EMFs and, and she's, she's a prolific writer. And so you'll find some great things there too, but thank you so much for being on the show. And um, I know that we're going to have you on real soon for another hot topic. So if you're listening and you're loving what you're hearing now, you're going to want to stay tuned uh, for some upcoming episodes where I'm going to bring Leia in for talking about emotional freedom, tapping, tapping. If you don't know what that is, you're going to want to find out. So anyway, thank you so much, Leia. Blessings. Talk to you soon. Bye. Yeah. Really enjoyed having Leia on today. She is, um, you know, I actually just found her because I was looking for someone to talk about EMFs and I don't know enough about them. I know that, uh, we protect the best that we can here in our home. Um, but I didn't know enough to like edge, you know, really give you an educated, uh, you know, podcast around it. So I think she really unpacked it uh, really well. So thank you for tuning in. And I hope this blessed you. I hope you learned a little bit, something new today. And uh, again, if you want to learn more, go to shalema.com. That's S-H-E-L-E-M-A-H.com. And um, she's got some great blog posts there and some other interesting, um, insightful um, books and and all kinds of things that I think you'll be interested in. So thank you again for tuning in. Hope to catch you uh, next time on Visibly Fit. If you are looking for life-changing experience, uh, go to getvisiblyfit.com and uh, check out my seven-week course, my seven-week program to get visibly fit in mind, body, and spirit. Thank you again for tuning in. Catch you next time. Be blessed. 
Well, that's a wrap for today's show. So thank you so much for tuning in. I love spending this time with you. To learn more and get more free resources, just head on over to wendypet.com. And thank you in advance for sharing this episode and this podcast, following and subscribing not only to this podcast, but finding me on social media, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, wherever you are, I'm probably there too. Until next week in our next podcast time together, make it a visibly fit day.